0: Yo yo, can y'all hear me? Back. Back in. Today's song is from one of my all-time favorite bands, Radiohead. High and dry. High. dry. So the five members of Radiohead all went to the same school. All right, the same secondary school. It was called Abingdon School in Oxfordshire. And when they first started practicing together, they always met up in the school's music room on a Friday, Friday afternoon. And that's why the band initially were called On a Friday. Uh, But then they changed their name to Radiohead. And of course, their first big success was in 1993 with the single Creep. And this huge song threatened to sort of overshadow anything they might do after that. And when they went into the studio working on their second album, there was a lot of pressure on them to come up with something good, uh, but they certainly did. Their second album, titled The Bends, is often cited as one of the greatest albums of all time. It gave them their first top five entry on the UK singles chart with the song Street Spirits. And other notable songs, such as High and Dry, uh, were popular as well. It's what we're going to listen to now. So this album and this song, actually, I would say, is often credited as influencing a whole generation of groups, including Travis, Muse, and Coldplay. Who knows, if we didn't have this song, perhaps we wouldn't have Coldplay performing at our national stadium for six nights in a row. Okay, here it is, our backtracking song of the day, high and dry. This is 1 FM. Two jumps in a week, bet you think that's pretty clever, don't you boy? Yo yo, can y'all hear me? We're back, backtracking. And the chosen song She's the One, Robbie Williams. So in uh, 1998, Robbie released his second studio album. It was called I've Been Expecting You. It was Robbie at the height of his fame, and he got his first UK number one with the song Millennium. We got stars that in our face, and, we and it was followed up with big success with She's the One. But did you know that the song is a cover and arguably it's almost stolen, alright? <laughs> so, uh, a couple of years earlier, in 1997, She's the One was written by a group calling themselves World Party. World Party is mainly one guy, alright? The songwriter Carl Wallinger. So, the song was released to some moderate reception at that time. Uh, and in the original version, it sounds like this. It's almost like a Note for Note remake, to be honest. I So this guy, Carl Wallinger, had you know, moderate success with his version. Then he went through a really bad period where he had a brain aneurysm, which almost killed him, took a long time to recover. Meanwhile, I don't know the legality exactly, but Robbie Williams's team found the song and decided to record their own version. And uh, it appears that Carl Wallinger was, was not maybe aware of this or was not in favour of this because he's uh, been quoted as saying he became very bitter that his own career was going nowhere and suddenly Robbie Williams had such success with his song. And the kicker is Robbie doesn't exactly acknowledge it. Right. He's been quoted many times on stage and in live performances talking about how he wrote She's the One. But that is uh, not true at all. A little bit uncomfortable? But here it is, the version that we all know, our backtracking song of the day, She's the One on 1FM. I was her, she was me